In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. In seminary, my wife and I were around a lot of infants and children, and we love this. We love to play games with the kids, we love to entertain the kids, and one of the games we played was point to an object and see if the child could tell us what the object is, and it was a great game. It was a lot of fun. We were in the chapel, we used to point to the icons and see if the child could recognize who was in the icons. So we'd always point first to the icon of Christ and we'd say, who's that? And these little infants, two years old and under, would say, Jesus, Jesus Christ. And we were so moved that the children recognized Christ. They can barely walk, they can barely eat, but they recognized Christ. And so this was a beautiful thing. A beautiful thing, and because so often, we don't always recognize Christ. If we look in the Gospels, after Christ has risen from the dead, even the disciples and apostles don't recognize Christ. Mary Magdalene doesn't recognize Christ. Just in today's Gospel, Matin's Gospel, the disciples and apostles don't recognize Christ. On the road to Emmaus, the disciples and apostles don't recognize Christ. We don't always recognize Christ in each other, and in times of crisis and struggle, we don't always recognize Christ in the crisis, in the struggle. We tend to fight battles on our own. We tend to leave Christ out of the situation when crisis arises. We live in a world where, for us, Christ is no longer present when crisis arises. And so in today's gospel, we recognize Christ. In today's gospel, Christ reveals his glory. We are shown who Christ is. Jesus Christ conquers. At the beginning of the reading, we see that he heals the epileptic who was thrown into the fire, thrown into the water. He casts out the demon. He restores the man back to life. He reveals his glory, that he is more powerful than the demons, and that he restores this man back to life. If we pay attention again in the reading, he reveals his glory again. At the end of the reading, Christ says to his disciples that he will die and he will rise again. He tells the disciples about his death and resurrection. The hour is coming that the Son of Man may be glorified. God reveals his glory through the cross. And this is a life-changing and transforming reality. Christ conquers through the cross. On the cross, he is enthroned as the king. It's his coronation ceremony. On the cross, he's labeled the king of the Jews. And even in iconography, we see that Christ conquers through the cross. We don't see a defeated son of God, but rather, it's on the cross that Christ is opening his arms to us, embracing us with his arms out to us. It's on the cross that the centurion recognizes that Christ is the Son of God. It's on the cross that he reveals his glory for us, his love for us as the shepherd who is willing to die for his sheep. On the cross, he reveals that death leads to life, that sacrifice, our sacrifice, Christ's sacrifice leads to salvation. Christ reveals his glory on the cross. And so this is our faith, to see Christ like this, to see Christ present in our struggles, to see Christ present in our crisis, 
and our crosses, to remember that Christ is the Lord of the cross as he is the Lord of the resurrection. So when we encounter crisis, we also encounter Christ. For life is full of struggles, as Saint Irenaeus says, man is earth that suffers. We suffer a lot, we struggle a lot. I can just think of the first thing in the morning, waking up, that's a struggle. And so the church is constantly reminding us that Christ is the Lord of the cross, that we recognize Christ in our crisis, in our struggles. For he is the king enthroned on the cross, ruling through meekness and righteousness. In our crosses, he also extends himself to us, opening his arms to us, that we might cling to him. For God did not become man to abandon mankind, it's the reason he became man, to save the lost, to guide the injured, to restore his creation, to reveal his unconditional love for us, for us to reach out to him in our struggles. For he came not to destroy struggle, but to reveal that even in the harshest times, even in our struggles, he is with us, he is present, and he uses it for our salvation. For as we encounter struggle, as we encounter as St. Paul says, the thorn in our flesh, we also become like him who wore a crown of thorns. We become like him. We become closer to him. And as we turn and rely on Christ through these times, we begin to live as though it is not I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And this is the beginning of paradise, living and walking with God. There's a beautiful quote that I read, and the sermon I gave on Dormition, and I, I love it, and I read it a lot, and I think it just fits perfectly again that describes this, it is not I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And it's a quote from St. Porphyrios. It says, fix your gaze unwaveringly upwards towards Christ. Become familiar with Christ, work with Christ, live with Christ, breathe with Christ, suffer with Christ. Rejoice with Christ, let Christ be everything for you. Let your soul long for and cry out to your bridegroom, Christ. Christ is the bridegroom. There is nothing higher in life than love for Christ. When we have Christ within us, we have all magnificence. The soul that is in love with Christ is always joyful and happy, however much pain and sacrifice this might cost. Brothers and sisters, this is the faith that moves mountains. Mountains for us, which can be our struggles. My father would always say, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. The mountains can be our struggles, and this is the faith that moves mountains. This is the faith that caused the saints and the martyrs to cry out, for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If God is with us, who is against us? God has always been with me. Why would he abandon me now? This belief, this way of life, turning to God in faith, doesn't come out of a vacuum. As we heard today in the gospel, it comes through prayer and fasting. And it's an up and down journey, constantly requiring our attention, as does all the other relationships that we have. So this is the life of faith, turning to Christ in our struggles and crisis, turning to him who is the conqueror over death, who overthrows the demons and guides us to salvation through our struggles, our crises, and our crosses. This is the faith that moves mountains. This is the faith that leads to the kingdom. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen.